The content discussed in this episode is for educational or informative purposes only and should not be replaced by individualized professional consultations or professional medical advice. Hey guys, I'm Tasha. Hey listeners, this is Guni. And you're tuned in to Dotev the Podcast, where we chat and explore all things on integrative medicine. Hi everyone, today we have our guest, Juan Linus, who's a nutritional therapist who works mostly with his clients uh, related to men's health and general well-being. And he's based in London, and we're very excited to have him on Dotev the Podcast. Welcome to our show, Juan. Uh, thank you for, for having me today. It's a pleasure. Well, welcome, Juan. Um, so this month is November, and there's the Movember movement where it's aimed to raise awareness on men's health. So this month, we are going to be focusing on that. And speaking to you today, uh, we'd like to speak about testosterone, because when we think about, you know, men's health, it's something that kind of comes in naturally. And so um, the idea is that when we think about testosterone is we think about building muscles, potentially sex drive, the libido. And, but as we did our research, it looks like it's potentially linked to mental health as well. Yeah. So it'd be interesting to, to see your, your point of view on that. Yeah. Um, we, we read an article uh, that was published in the National Library of Medicine, uh, which highlighted that the literature does not support a consistent relationship between testosterone levels and depressive symptoms. But many studies suggest that low testosterone levels are associated with depressive symptoms. Um, so maybe to backtrack um, before we even kind of unpack that, uh, you know, what is testosterone and, and what does it govern really? I think so it's producing our te- testicles. And for female, it's an ovaries. And then if we go a bit in the uh, range, how much testosterone we should have uh, for men, the, the, the bracket is like a between the um, 300 up to 1,100 uh, nanograms per deciliter. Mm-hmm. So under 300, usually it's uh, linked to low testosterone level or low T. Usually it's sometimes to, to make easier to pronounce is low T, low T, low testosterone levels. Yeah. Right. This is for men, so you're saying 300. What about for women? Yeah, uh, so um, it's, it's also for, for women also produce testosterone, but it's a very, very, very small amount because if I said to you, it was between, for men, the, the range is between 300 and 1,100. Um, uh, women can reach 100. So the normal production is not even 100 of the mm. testosterone. So it's, very, it's... Very, it basically it's a male hormones. Right, so you can see the, the 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 difference, I guess, is is an indicator of how much more men need to produce, right, on a regular yeah. basis. Um, yeah. So my question is basically, um, what does testosterone govern? So, uh, so yes, yeah, so basically, the uh, associated with set drive, uh, uh, play a key role in the sperm production. Um, libido, obviously, low testosterone is equal to low libido. Uh, muscle building, as uh, Gani uh, mentioned before, and then as I said before, no, no enough uh, testosterone is very difficult to, to build the muscle. Um, are there other factors that affect it, like that they contribute to having low testosterone? Yeah, so possibly what I noticed, well, what I, I have seen, people uh, put on weight easily. The testosterone is uh, linked to uh, gain weight, uh, poor sleep. Uh, difficult to con- uh, concentration, difficult focus. So this is one of the uh, mental health aspects related with low testosterone. Yeah. So so we were talking about like weight. Is there a right weight? Like, because we say healthy weight. Okay. What does that mean? Okay. So um, healthy weight is uh, it depends on your height, um, your age, and everything. So obviously, if you are over over 
uh, obese or overweight for your body it's very difficult to produce uh, testosterone you are overweight right. but also if you are underweight it's the same thing your body struggles to produce uh, enough testosterone right. so to keep a healthy weight uh, we have a body mask index so yeah. it could be it's not really uh, the perfect but it can give uh, an idea what should be our weight because yeah, so for example I give you for me. I am one eighty-three to, uh, centimeter taller, mm-hmm. at all, and then uh, I am 90, 95, 96 kilos. Depends, but for me, if I follow a body mass index, I am obese mm-hmm. because <laughs> it's, it, it, body mass index doesn't uh, make the difference between fat and muscle. Yeah. But yeah, generally speaking, it's a good it's a good uh, indicator. Uh, yeah, indicator for for that. Yeah. Okay, but, and so. Is that because, again, uh, the BMI has always been somewhat of a controversial um, indicator because it doesn't take kind of, so as you said, uh, muscles versus like fat, and then you would have um, also genetical predisposition. Then, okay, I need to have a right weight, but what does it mean? Because I'm maybe a bit heavier because, you know, for X, Y, Z reason, how can one find resources to to help identify that? Uh. Uh, well, I, I think everyone understands better than anyone their, their own body. So, right. as I say always, you need to listen your body. If yeah. you, let's see, a simple, a simple task, like a um, walk in the steps. You right. naturally, you do it, you don't feel tired. And then suddenly you feel tired. Maybe you put a bit on weight. So your body is telling you something. It's difficult right. to, I don't like uh, to... Uh, say this is the perfect weight because everyone mm-hmm. is different. Everyone manages things in a different way. So I think that it's difficult and very generic to say one one number, one one uh, or uh, amount of kilos. I don't think it's right. It will, it will depend on the person, I guess. Um, so uh, like as you're saying this and talking about the BMI as well, I think one factor I wanted to highlight is that uh, a huge part of the BMI that isn't considered is what what quality of food you're eating and the nutritional value you're putting into your body and so as you said like uh, Juan uh, by BMI standards you, you would be considered obese but I'm certain that you are nutritionally like putting in inputting food that is really high quality and good for your body and serving your body right um, so I guess in in that sort of uh, line of thought um, for people who have low testosterone right what type of foods should they be eating and like you know what kind of nutrition they should they sh- should they be um, picking uh, when they are trying to ha- balance a diet a good diet you know okay yeah um, I would say fat <laughs> always fat it has been a big uh, deal everyone ran away from fat <laughs> but uh, we need to uh, to explain so we, we need fat our body needs fat to produce the testosterone but then uh, our body needs good fat with uh, uh, monosaturated fat and polyunsaturated fat so mm-hmm. i'm talking about salmon nut olive oil all this kind of fat it helps the body to produce uh, uh, testosterone in a natural way so mm-hmm. um, uh, if we go into the diet uh, possibly i don't know if you have heard but zinc is one of the uh, supplement a male supplement uh because we need zinc for the body to produce mm-hmm. testosterone and then we always look for foods rich in testosterone with mm-hmm. uh, usually oysters they're oh, really rich interesting uh, yeah they're all, all very rich in zinc uh pork lamb as well is chocolate rich in zinc <laughs> okay, dark chocolate? I, wait i'm gonna go that i'm gonna <laughs> go that so dark chocolate is uh is good too it's yeah. a saturated fat Okay. But if we have from time to time, you know, 
uh, all the time, but if we have from time to time, it's good. But it has to be uh, over 80%. Right. Cacao. Okay. If down, less than that, it's a pure sugar. It's a, I know it's sweeter, <laughs> but it's not, it's not good. So, yeah, sometimes we need also like a saturated fat, but we have constantly uh, saturated fat. It's not, good for, it's not good for the body either. So, obviously, uh, beef is also saturated fat, but you have once in a while, it won't do any harm. Right. And I'm, I'm hearing a lot of like meat and I guess um, maybe for all the people who are vegan or vegetarian out there, are there any options for them? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's uh, well, actually all, all the nuts, uh, whole grains, all the nuts, that, that it's a good source as well. Uh, mm. We can't uh, ignore that. So it's, it's a good source too. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then in terms of, I would say uh, caffeine is a big, it's, it's a no, a big no for, for, uh, for the body. Right. Um, smoking, obviously, as well, mm-hmm. is, is a big no for, for the body to produce testosterone. So it compromises your, your immunity, obviously. So, mm. yeah. So these are like lifestyle factors that, that should be, I guess, um, uh, monitored or managed, uh, or, you know, I guess in, in everything in, in, in uh, small amounts, I guess, yeah. to, the, to, the, to, to the best of abilities, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so usually zinc, zinc fat are like dietary uh, components that we need to add. Is there anything else that we should keep in mind as we adjust one, like if there's one one person who's trying to like kind of increase their testosterone, is there anything else that you think that they need to keep in mind as they adjust their, yeah, their diet? I will, I will tell you something about the diet. It's very curious. I have last year uh, a guy. Um, have you seen this uh, many uh, bottles, uh, plastic bottles advertised as a free BPA? Yeah. So free BPA is a kind of a plastic. And mm-hmm. then apparently uh, when we drink water from uh, plastic, um, plastic bottles, the, the BPA is really high. So, and this chemical or this uh, in products affects too much your uh, testosterone level. So mm-hmm. all the, the, these mm-hmm. chemicals is hand, handmade produced, apparently right. um, affected. So this, and coming back to this guy, uh, he did a test and went to a, a fertility clinic and then in the test, it came the BPI, it was really, really high for him. So, and then right. after he tried to eliminate all the bottles, uh, you know, it's sometimes uh, just to do a small change. You carry right. a bottle of water, just take a, a glass of water, uh, mm. a, a glass, so it's easier. So they eliminated all this kind of thing. And then finally, after I think after one year and a half, they managed to, to, to conceive, yeah. Mm. Yeah, it, I guess it's also like the the type of food that, that you're eating from the packaging at, so yeah, itself, right? It's that's basically what you're saying is mm-hmm. the packaging has components that can kind of provide risks for you to be not only um, healthy but um, get your your body produce what it's supposed to do. So um, that's a good one. Yeah, um, I have uh, uh, I wrote an article for my blog about how much plastic we eat uh, every year. It's unbelievable because as you say in the containers, yeah. and then you go to microwave. I don't use micro microwave, but our lifestyles, most of the people use microwave. So you go, you uh, warm it up there. It's a plastic. Mm. This yeah, plastic yeah. going to your food. Mm. It, it, it is, we, we need to, yeah, that's how, how it is. So, and then we, we, we don't really realize because we, we see around us and then we think it's normal, but it's not normal. It's right. not normal. Right. Yeah. I didn't think about that actually, like to that extent, like even the packages of how like uh, food is prepacked, right? Uh, like vegetables or whatever, when they are in the plastic. Well, that's a really good uh, point that you're bringing <laughs> to me. Yeah. To even like takeaway, we are all eating takeaways yeah. and it comes with like different plastics. Yeah. Uh, and I think in, in Asia, wow, when yeah. I'm thinking, when I was, you know, back in Malaysia, 
they put you in like plastic bags like yeah, curries, yeah. etc which is like very warm so yeah. you know it does take a bit of the the content of the material into the food so um yeah. That's a really but it does point. require like some some adjustment in your lifestyle because yeah. it means that so you have to reduce the takeaways and that's that's a tough one because yeah. we really are in a very fast in a society based. where fast pace you need to you know be yeah. ready and and have food on the go etc and and so i mean it's all against kind of the principles of trying to be healthy right yeah um, and the thing is uh, you you know that's a small thing you get uh, uh let's see you consume without knowing some plastic in your diet it's one thing right. but and then that is another thing so your body is intoxicated slowly slowly so right. all this uh, uh if we move to, to women well, or men who use makeup for example even the makeup it contains plastic so all this kind mm -hmm. of thing disrupt your hormones massively so right. it's, it's not wow. uh, uh we think it's normal but that's the reason uh, uh, so many uh, women that can uh, or men they can have uh, kids because for many years many years been using all this chemical you our body can understand it's not natural our body can understand yeah mm. right so we've talked about like diet lifestyle factors and I guess touched on environmental factors that would kind of affect uh, testosterone levels, right? Are there any other factors that contribute to, to affecting that? Yeah, we, we cover uh, diet is one of the main ones. Um, healthy weight, we, we uh, speak a bit as, as well about the healthy weight. Um, I would say uh, have a active life exercise as well. Um, that's what I noticed uh, with my young uh, clients. It's like a they, during lockdown, they didn't manage to, to exercise. So now to get into routine is difficult for them. They feel a bit down, low mood. So I think exercise, but uh, not necessarily a string exercise, obviously, but like a 40, 40 minute, uh, uh, half an hour, uh, three, four times a week is enough. Obviously there's yeah. many more options, yeah. Are we talking about body weight training? Are we talking cardio? Are we talking, so we said, so let's talk maybe like type of trainings and then yeah. the the duration. Yeah, uh, it's uh, it's difficult to to say. Um, some research they say like a, a moderate to intense uh, training uh, yeah. is good enough. Some cardio is good is good, good enough. Um, always I've been told, uh, and also I kind of experience as well. Uh, when I I do legs, uh, I feel much better. So right. legs is, uh, is one of the main um, exercise we should skip at the gym uh, because mm -hmm. when, we do, we, when we do legs, our testosterone level apparently is increased. That's what the liter literature say, all the studies that say that. Uh, right. But generally speaking, uh, I think we are designed to move. We have to move. Uh, right. if, we don't, if we don't uh, uh, move, we don't produce testosterone. So mm -hmm. even 10 minutes is gonna be better than no, don't do anything. Right. So, but obviously, yeah, I've, I've been through, you know, I try to, to understand, been through, uh, we, I've been talking with some uh, personal trainers and they say, oh, push-ups is better, uh, squashed is better, but always, they, always they have, been, they have been told me, don't skip legs, do legs all the time. Right. Yeah. So that's a good, that's a good kind of message for, for men, yeah. especially because the thing is that usually men, you would see they were at the gym with their yeah. weights, etc. And benching, um, benching. I wonder, <laughs> <laughs> there are all these like Facebook memes. It's like, do you even like bench? How much do you bench? You know, bro. <laughs> yeah. It, it's funny. You know, um, when I go to the gym, uh, it's like, uh, people just walk the upper part. Right. <laughs> and then, you know, it's like, you look at uh, the, the whole body. It's like a, a, a chick, uh, chicken legs. 
<laughs> yeah. So big upstairs and then very thin legs. Yeah. I mean, it's difficult to build the, the, the calf. It's very difficult to build it. But yeah. you need to work, you, you need to work the, your legs as well. The, all the PT. I, I hate it. When I started the gym a long time ago, I hated legs. It was the, I, I couldn't understand. But now I enjoy it. I, I enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. I do, usually I do like a, a four times per week, two days okay. up far and two days legs. Yeah. Okay. And how long would you say one would have to do? Uh, usually, usually my tra- my workout is like a, a 45 minutes, 50 minutes, an hour. Day, yeah. 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 Okay. To ask with regards to supplements, because we, we did, we did um, touch upon like how you can find it in your food, but there is also a conception of like potentially have it on supplements to increase the testosterone production. Is that something that is doable, possible? Um, yeah, yeah, totally. I always, um, I prefer to go with the food first, yeah. uh, first when uh, I recommend something, but uh, I've been recommending supplements and then I try myself as well. Uh, you can see the difference. It works. It, it works. So obviously vitamin D is one of the uh, main components because uh, it's a kind of hormones. So it helps uh, to produce, uh, to produce uh, tes- testosterone in your, in your body, vitamin D. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, in the UK, we we don't have much sun here, so it's we kind of really need. Yeah, it. tell me about uh, it. <laughs> yeah. So we, yeah. we really need it. So and then to be honest, um, I, I'm from Spain, so mm-hmm. and then we have more sun. Uh, when I moved to London in 2010, after one year and a half, I started had so much pain in my bones and my uh, joints, and I went to the GP, and then I said, I don't know what's going on. Suddenly, I have this pain, and then my vitamin D level was very low, but very, very, very low. And then obviously I wasn't feeling great. I was tired constantly, low mood, no in the mood for anything at all. And there was vitamin D. So what else do we have mm. as a supplement? Uh, ginger. Mm, it's also, uh, yeah, it's always like a kind of inflammation, anti-inflammatory, but ginger also helps for, for that. Uh, that is a supplement. It's, I think, uh, Indian health. Why, sorry, excuse yeah. me to, to interrupt. Why ginger is so... Int- anti-inflammatory uh, components and how how is that linked to testosterone oh, uh, yeah actually um i i don't really find i always recommend ginger for inflammation uh, as anti-inflammatory but um always when i look for a formula uh like a, to boost you do your testosterone level ginger is there so and then I, I do my research and then say ginger help you to keep the level of testosterone so mm-hmm. I don't know what is really behind that, but apparently it's one of the helps roots, okay. which helps with the uh, with the testosterone level to give a less healthy uh, testosterone level. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Another one is called uh, uh, tribulus uh, terrestri. Tribulus. Have you heard about that one? Nope. Okay, Not that's one. Uh, it's possibly one of the strongest. Uh, I have to tell you, I try. <laughs> I used to work for. Um, uh, Holland and Barrett is a supplements company. Um, um, it was a, a red bottle. Oh my God, I tried. After two, three days, I had to stop because I was in a very bad mood. I couldn't sleep. I was constantly waking up in the night. So it didn't work for me. But I have feedback from, from at that time with customer. It was really good. They said, my self drive increased, my uh, erection lasts longer, and my um, uh, spam production is, is more. I can feel it. So I know that supplement, it works. I still remember I came in a red bottles, but for two, <laughs> after two, three days, I had to stop taking because it was a bit, uh, a bit too, much too much for me. Yeah. But yeah. just, you know, it's a kind of, 
interrupt in your hormones. So maybe for me, it wasn't good enough. I was like a 10 years younger. So maybe I didn't, I didn't need it. So exactly. Was, uh, yeah. Interesting point you said is that potentially you took it when you were that, that red bottle, <laughs> you yeah. took it potentially a bit too young. Um, is there like a link between, you know, your age and the production of testosterone? Oh, yes. Yeah. Obviously, uh, we reach uh, our peak around 20s. So we are full testosterone. It's a, come from <laughs> our head. <laughs> and then from 30s, uh, start uh, uh, a decrease. Dec decre in, yeah, decrease. So apparently all the studies they say every year is like a 1%. It starts decreasing. So it's a mm -hmm. level, yeah. Um, yeah and so the, that's... So that's why you would have, you know, people coming your door to your door because um, they notice changes in, you know, their potentially their sex drive, their mood yeah. and their mental health, et cetera. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Um, and to kind of conclude our, our, our conversation with regards to testosterone and mental health and, and what they come to you with that, like in the sense that um, they see that, you know, they're feeling down, et cetera. Like, what are some of the tips you would give them to overcome it? So, of course, we we bring the food, mm -hmm. we bring the supplements. What are some other things you you could ask them with regards to help them in in that process? Okay, um, yeah, I would focus uh, as the sleep is very important. Uh, all the studies say like um, seven hours is a perfect, uh, but uh, some studies say this is not about the quality, it's about the quantity. So it depends. Everyone's unique. Whatever works for you, you need to stick in that plan. Right. So yeah, the sleep, I would say manage the sleep and then the stress. I think talking about mental health, the stress these days is one of the key, one of the key, one of the key factor. Yeah. Because uh, when, when we're under stress, uh, I don't know, possibly you have heard about cortisol. When we're under stress, we produce yeah. cortisol as a hormone yeah. and then our mm -hmm. testosterone goes down. So mm -hmm. if we manage to keep the, the cortisol in the right levels, our body wouldn't compromise to produce testosterone. Right, so yeah, uh, stress and uh, um, just quickly, I, I will come back to supplements. Ashwagandha, uh, I don't know, have you heard about Ashwagandha? Yes, yeah, so, we have. <laughs> so, yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, that's a, it's a very important one for managing the stress. So it keeps the stress away. So it's a good, uh, it's a good herbs. And also I recommend it it's, uh, for women, for men, uh, all the time. I recommend it because it's very important to manage your stress. So. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I would, I would say stress and sleep is kind of uh, the key, key factor for mental health. Yeah, yeah. Great. Yeah, those are great tips. I think it's kind of the foundational foundation for a lot of good, uh, oh, basically healthy people, right? Good yeah. sleep and, and um, good management of stress and I guess diet as well. <laughs> mm. um, and exercise as well. Yeah, exercise, yeah. yeah. And maybe to kind of, with the stress part, I think that what's interesting is that managing our stress is it's a very individual kind of task, right? Because you're yeah. the one who knows what what would cause or increase or trigger most mm -hmm. stress or not. And I think is that, you know, prioritizing that this is, you know, too much stress and you need to prioritize your own, um, your own well-being. And if it, and that's the, the difficult part sometimes for people to, to prioritize that um, because it, stress can come from work, from, yeah. you know, relationships, from so many different things. And so, understanding where that trigger comes from is i think the the work that we all need to to do right yeah totally yeah stress can be uh whatever something stress me maybe for you is like a, a silly it's thing, a normal so, thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah but whatever to manage to manage the stress the best way is just to find out what makes you to feel happy 
maybe to go, walk mm. with the dog, go to the cinema, meeting friends. It's, it's easy to manage. Uh, well, it's easy to manage the stress when you know you're under stress. Well, that's mm. a different right. subject. Yeah. 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 Awareness. Getting awareness, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's awesome. Thank you for that, Juan. And then I guess, uh, as we kind of told you before, we will do our rapid fire questions with all our guests. And so um, I'll go with the first question. Yeah. Uh, what is what is the worst health advice you've ever received? Uh, for a professional or for someone? Uh, Just no, for, for, for yourself, personally received. I received. For your um, health, yeah. For my health. Uh, probably uh, drink water with the lemon to lose weight. <laughs> good one yeah. um my second question to you yeah. uh, our second rapid question is if there was one habit we should all adopt what would it be one habit i will say uh, i mentioned through the uh, all the podcast we should avoid at any cost to eat ultra processed food mm -hmm. it's killing us uh, we, we we don't we don't really realize but it's killing us our supermarket uh, they don't sell food anymore they sell products with make with uh, refined sugar, refined carbohydrate, the, the, it's a pure, uh, full quality ingredients, and then you do, you don't get anything there. You don't get any, no 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 nutrition, no 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 vitamins, no minerals, nothing. So my message is uh, always always try to promote that. Uh, avoid any ultra processed food. Go for natural food. Always I, I say that. Yeah. That's it. Great great tip and reminder. Um, and the last one is if you had to put a song or a soundtrack to your life. What would it be? Okay, uh, that's <laughs> I have a um, I have a Spanish band. It's called Amaral. Okay. Um, they were very big in the nineties. Mm -hmm. Still, it's still in the in the scene. Mm -hmm. But one of the songs I really like is called Kamikaze. Oh yes, uh, I've heard of it. <laughs> oh, you heard about that one? Yes, yes. Okay, so I like the lyrics. I like the the meaning. So that's one of the songs. Uh, yeah. I, I love it. That song. And then, oh, can I choose only what, one? Or? Yes. <laughs> but wait, wait, before you go there, though, but what is the meaning of that song? What is like the, no, because the key takeaway? Okay, yeah. So basically, say, uh, do you things with your heart all the time. Oh, the, the, all the, right. Deep down, the message is that. So mm -hmm. do, do the things with your heart. That's and it's like, mm -hmm. a, you need to uh, all or nothing. So you need to, you need to, brave, uh, to be brave to do things. So right. because uh, you don't take decision, you don't take action. Also, don't take action. It's also you have... Uh, some some action for not taking actions right there are consequences for not taking actions yeah there, makes you, sense. there you go yeah so I, I, <laughs> it's, to be honest it's not it's not the best uh song from this group but uh but I, it I resonates it. with you yeah yeah, yeah all yeah. right nice yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah thank you so much juan for being on our show and, and yeah. sharing your wisdom it was great to have you yeah no yeah, uh, my you. pleasure i hope uh, we can uh, help people to to be aware of the, the situation. It's nothing wrong to speak about low libido, low set uh, drive. It's nothing. It's, it's nature. It's na natural. Yeah. We yeah. need to norm normalize. Definitely. Well, thank you so much, Juan. Yeah. My pleasure. If you enjoyed this episode, go ahead and select the follow or subscribe button. For now, stay safe and we'll see you next week. Mm -hmm.